Alright guys, hello and welcome to take two of Hiding in the Garage. I am Corey and I'm joined by Austin who's actually in the same I'm room as me. I'm in the same room. I was hello. just saying that. Wow. It's a different <laughs> experience when I'm looking at you and speaking. Yeah, now I can hit you because you're here. I'm not going to hit you. Well, there's, uh, there's a person between us. So. There is. Melanie is between us and Hi, she guys. is here to talk about co-parenting with us because she has experience in it and Austin and I do not. Yes, you're not missing out on much. So, <laughs> but yeah, let's chat. Yeah, we talked last week for what, like twenty minutes? We were here for before, two and a half hours. Yeah, before, yeah, yeah but it I was not two. I was trying to get the microphones figured out. <laughs> okay, but before, we're here now. But we gave up and then went to go get Ichiban, and it was good. It was very good. It was, it was really, really good. good. It was really, really good. Come on, shout out Ichiban. Yes, sponsor, sponsor us already. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're going to talk about co-parenting. Well, Melanie's going to talk about it mostly. We're just going to kind of sit here and listen to her talk, yeah? We'll yeah, we're gonna, we have yeah, questions yeah. and stuff. Yeah, we'll interject yeah, a little sure. bit. So first off, why don't you give us a little bit of a bio about yourself? Yeah. Okay. Hi, guys. Good to be with y'all. Fun that we're all in the same room doing this. Um, my name is Melanie, like Corey said. I um, have been co-parenting for about... Seven years now. My daughter is nine. Um, her name is Layla, and yeah, it's it's been it's been a challenge. You know, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. There's been a lot of um, different challenges that have come in the way of making it as peaceful as it is now. But nonetheless, it is so much better than it was whenever we started. And I think that just comes with growth in um, adult relationships and just kind of reminding everyone that. Bottom line, it's we're doing it for you know for the little one. We're well, doing it for her. Clearly, you're the more more mature of the two. I'm assuming. Um, um of the three, we do want to include that mommy for sure. Of the three, of the three, do we want to include her though? One hundred percent. Without her, I don't think it'd be as amicable. Um, no, definitely, definitely not. But, um, yeah, no, I wouldn't say I'm the most mature. I definitely have had some. Uh, I was probably a part of a couple of those challenges that made it as difficult, but. Always, always pushing towards the goal of making sure that my little one is safe, happy, healthy, and all of the things that us parents want, you know, for our kiddos. For sure. Uh, she's cool. You've done a great job, by the way. Thank you. She's yeah. got a great personality. Talk, talk about, like, her recent achievements. <coughs> yeah. She was so excited to announce. She is a bit of a genius, which I think a lot of parents like to brag about uh, their kids being like above average. So <laughs> I, I definitely would always or will always talk about how um, she's always continuously pushing herself academically um, and on the soccer field. But she does it kind of instinctively. It's not ever something that I've, you know, pressured her to bring home specific grades. I've never pressured her to, you know, do um, to stress herself out really as much as she does during, um, during school. But she recently made it into the robotics club, which is yes, a yeah, momflex, that's sick. big momflex. She filled out her own application, brought it home and was just like, sign here. Um, I'm doing the tryouts on Thursday. So she made it, which was awesome. And then, um, she's honor roll student, GT student, just killing it. Dude, she's on yeah, she's killing it for nice. sure, for sure. First of all, I don't know what a G two G T G two gifted and talented. Oh, yeah, so it's, I know it's, you don't know what it is. Well, I think it's silly. I, do. I really, I really do think it's I silly. Um, so wait, lie. wait, hold on, hold on. You're saying you know it because oh, you I'm, were gifted and talented. Absolutely. So what happened? I uh, I I'm friends with you now. 
That's oh, what happened. You were I not, met you. You were not talented before. I joined we the podcast friends. with you, and that's what happened. And now we're just arguing. We have been arguing since you got here. Yeah. And whose fault is that? Yours. Well, you pose a very argumentative approach to all of your relationships with your friends. So I think that's just like a back. guy friendship. No, but, though. but would you please? It's would, just like kind of how would it you is. Please, would you please tell the listeners what you admitted to before you went upstairs? Oh, that you're gay. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't no, want to do that. it on here, not but that. I'm going to. Uh, no, I think I said that. Um, yeah, you tell, tell, us been, why, tell us why you're being very argumentative today. Uh, because you know? you've been a pain. The whole no, no, time no, 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 no. Tell us why specifically. Tell us why Because my family. There we go. Has abandoned me. There we go. <laughs> okay. There we go. See you never, Corey. No, they're See visiting. You never. No, they're visiting in Arizona, and so I'm home alone, and it's kind of boring, and it's a bummer, and it's super quiet. And you're a little testy, and you want to test me. And I only slept for three hours last night. We so what's came up, dude? To bring you so it's not me. We can it's all agree. me. Okay, thank you. Damn it. it. But you're, you I admitted great. it in you a fit great. of rage. You look great. <laughs> thank you. Anyway, so she's gifted and talented. Austin's not. Um, oh, and well, I want to I want to okay. kind of clarify. They do that test when you move into the school or when you're in kindergarten or when you're new when you're a new student, like a transfer. Um, and essentially, it's just like a creative test. And if you pass it in the way that they want you to pass it, then you are then put into this program where you're pulled from your regular classes twice a week. And then you, you don't really learn like scholarly things like academia. You are there doing like, um, creative things like interpreting, uh, pictures and like drawing and, and building and like STEM sort of more creative approaches on things. Isn't there like a downside? Like, isn't there like a ridiculous expectation set for those kids? Uh, the, the teacher at this elementary does a really good job at keeping it light for them. Like, they do, you know, little projects and, and things like that. So mm. the kids are excited to do something outside of math, science, reading, and, and history. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, she's gifted <laughs> and talented, which is, uh, that's really good. And how old was she when the co-parenting began? So she, she was two years old. Um, and it wasn't a change to her then as, as it is, um, I think, as a change now. Um, I believe that now she's got a lot more questions. She's got a lot more, um, she's got a lot more concerns probably because she's seeing the structure of her family on that side. Um, with the stepmommy, there's a, there's a sister now she's two or she just turned three. Um, and so she kind of is not necessarily expecting that for me, but she's, she'll ask questions like, you know, well, it was a fail to come into, you know, the, the daddy mommy situation. And she'll make comments um, about missing us being in the same house. Mm. Uh, and it's just, it's all, for me, it's a learning experience every time she brings it up. So I'm, I'm, go, I'm navigating through all of this with her. Yeah, how do you approach that, like that kind of question? Um, I always tell her, you know, that, that um, she's got two happy, healthy homes. And that's more than a lot of people can say so we write it out with with the plus sides we we i bring up a lot of plus like sides two christmases right two bedrooms two christmases um and two thanksgivings two thanksgivings yeah so she's, most most holidays there's two, there's we two. Don't have the to birthdays yeah. two columbus days <laughs> two president's days two flag days two arbor days <laughs> i don't have any more that was good you that could have good. said labor day Layla would have loved Two World it, Series parties. No, you could have said New Year's. 
There's a ton of them. <clears throat> kids don't care about New Year's, really. Two-fourth of July's. People don't care about... So you're saying kids care about Arbor Day? Yeah. And you, that, of, when, when, yeah, you of just, course. Of course. They love trees. Yeah, 1492 is when he came That's over and slaughtered people. That has people nothing to do with We don't Arbor even Day. acknowledge... No, I'm talking about Columbus Day. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's a piece of shit, but yeah, I mean, it's still being celebrated. So. Like Jay Z said, the only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. Oh, well, they wow. have they have Indigenous Peoples Day now. Yeah, this is two Indigenous Peoples Days. That's what it is on my iPhone calendar. Yeah, instead of Christopher Columbus. No Day. shit, I didn't know that. Well, I mean, you should look at your calendar. <laughs> oh, good. I have things memorized, so yeah. But can... she she asked questions, but um, it's it's fine, really. That's that's the least of my concerns because I know she understands. She just, you know, it slipped because she's still a kid. It's she's very much still a kid, so she wants she might see my situation a little bit more sad in her eyes, but I have to always remind her like it's all good. It's all good. So I guess if. If there's a listener who's about to begin co-parenting, what mm. advice would you give them? Um, so there's a lot of approaches to take. Um, ours is not through the court system. I never wanted to take dad to court. I didn't think that I would want him to look at my little one as a dollar, dollar sign. And I didn't, I didn't need anything from him. I just needed him to be a good dad. And he was already being a parent at the time. And I just had to reiterate like this is what we're gonna do we're gonna have her equal amount of days it's not gonna be a competition let's just make sure that she is at the end of the day like i reiterated happy healthy you know thriving and all of the things that children need and he's done a fantastic job um to this day making sure that you know on both ends my side and his side that we keep it pretty we keep it pretty steady. Keep it 100. Yeah, we, we keep it 100. But we also, um, we don't allow her to, to be involved into any of our parenting um, conversations or styles. Um, so now, unfortunately, I don't have communication with her dad as I would like to. Now all of my communication is through stepmom, which, like I said, is she's fantastic. She's been um, a, great, a great addition to Layla's family. Um, and, you know... Just trying to be amicable all, all throughout, mm-hmm. pretty much. Sorry, I just fucking <laughs> nailed this thing with my hand. So, would you say there's a benefit to not going through the court system rather than going through the court system? It just it just depends on what what the mom or the dad is needing in in, in that. I guess circumstance. So for me, like I said, I didn't need anything from dad. Like if financially, he. I think in Texas, I can't speak for any other state for any listener outside of Texas, but, um, no, there's none. I, I, for you <laughs> guys there's, there's out zero. in, in British Columbia, um, oh, wow. thank you, <laughs> Ontario, shout out, okay. um, for, no, but I don't, I don't know any rules outside of Texas, but, um, if he pays for insurance and childcare, then we don't have to worry about anything. And he does. Um, his, his wife or girlfriend takes care of Layla anytime that, you know, I can't pick her up or she, you know, picks her up from school, um, and she keeps her until I get off of work, um, because she's a stay at home mommy. So if I am not, um, able, you know, to get her anything, then we go about. Hot off the press. Yeah. 96% of our listeners are from the United States. Okay. 3% are from Germany. Okay. 0% from the Philippines. Okay. 
0% in the United Kingdom. You guys want me to keep naming every single country and say 0%? No, not really. Please. 0% Cambodia. <laughs> Wait, Germany? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, we have the listeners in Germany. So for you guys out in Germany, I have I have no idea what your rules are, but if you... <laughs> I don't think that they assumed you knew the legality of... What I don't know how it works with the court system. Is there like a schedule? Is it like... Uh, what is what is it called? Um, oh, uh, child support. Child support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that is that uh, involved with the court system? Yeah. No. Uh, well, yes, it would be involved. Anything um, that you have like court ordered, uh, which would be child support, or it would be um, just an agreement, just probably stating I want her specifically on these days at this time, um, and you get it signed off, and then you know you're a- you you're not allowed to go outside of those orders. For me, being in the situation that I'm in, there's a lot more freedom for both parties to make mistakes, but not necessarily um, mistakes, but just being able to to actually communicate and say, well, I want her this weekend, you know, we're having a family party, or hey, you had her last Thanksgiving, even though the schedule says that it's, you know, she's supposed to go to you, can we just, you know, alternate? And and he can't legally say no to me mm-hmm. because we, we don't have it in a, in a court order. So it works to my benefit, it works to his benefit. Um, and again, he's not looking at her like a dollar sign, which is a huge plus because uh, I know a lot of, you know, friends who are in a situation where, you know, they're restricted in a lot of their abilities with their kiddos um, and, and their kiddos feel it naturally. Right. So mm-hmm. that's that's the opposite of what I wanted to do. I wanted I wanted 100 percent for Layla to be this, you know, the main reason for our relationship to be, you know, where it is. So. I feel like also if you get the court involved, there has to be I don't know. I'm, I may be wrong on this, but there has to be one parent that is considered the parent who has custody. Yeah, like is that the, correct? The yeah. More yeah, so like one? so they can't ha- you can't call it like split custody. It's like one parent has custody and the you know, and the other one is just a Well, is that even what? co-parenting at that point? That's more just well, like a custody. At that point, I feel yeah, like anything, custody. No, a co-parenting is whenever you're not in a relationship and both parents are still involved. That's co-parenting. Yeah, but that sounds like But not. yeah, I feel like if you if you get that court order to where it says yes, you have custody of the child like legally, and that just makes the other parent feel like shit. less of a parent. Yeah, yeah I right. can see that. Yeah, which was not but anything think, that I was interested. No, yeah, in. and I think what y'all doing is cool because you completely omit that, and like y'all, yeah. y'all are both being the best parents you can be given the situation, and yeah. still working out for your benefit of the middle party, the kid. Right. You know? Yeah. The the main portion of the party. Yeah. yeah. The only That's reason. So you don't you, like. With a court order, I feel like if you had custody, you would hold leverage all the time. You yeah. know, and vice versa. If he had custody, he would be holding leverage all the time. Right, which, yeah, is not ideal, um, as many of you would know who are co-parenting. It, it could be touchy sometimes. And I have um, one of my good friends is he actually put himself on child support because his the mother of his babies was not allowing him to see them um, and there was no court documentation so before she actually was able to go to court and put him under child support he went and did it himself in order to be able to see his kiddos so it 100% was um, imagine like being that kind of person to where you bring like your relationship drama to your kids lives yeah and like not let them see their dad or their mom yeah it's not ideal it's not ideal at all Mm. it sucks it does suck but um thankfully 
you know, um, we're here talking about how that is not my situation. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Nor yours. I, I mean, I'm just, it's yeah. a thing, though. It's no, a thing. 100%. It and is. It's funny, we talked about child support because, um, you know, for the longest time, my mom kept track of how much my dad owed on child support, back yeah. child support. So, not to make this episode about me, but from my experience, um, my mom would take my dad to court for missed child support payments. They'd go, they'd lock him up, he'd make bail, get out the next day, or whatever, and just go on about his life, and he's not going to pay it. And so, but every time she took him to court, it cost her money, and it was always the same the same deal. Like, yeah. it's, he's just not going to pay it. Yeah, and there's so many people that have to go through that, and that have literally tallied up every dollar, I think, that they are owed, because there is an yeah. idea she of... She kept a tally on the calendar every single month yeah. of how much, and it was enough to... It was enough to buy a house right. by the time my brother and I were 18. Right. And then, but after that, you know, she obviously wasn't going to get it. She stopped, I think she's, I kept marking it down in my journal upstairs, but she kept doing it until we were about 15 or 16 and she stopped because she was like, what's the point, you know, like, but it was a lot of money. Right. And as a single parent, she could have used that. Life-changing money. Absolutely. Right. And it wouldn't have went towards her. It would have went, you know, towards, towards something Towards the for kiddos. Us. Right. And it's just... It's tough. It definitely is tough, um, especially in situations like that where it's kind of almost so, a dream, so, right, to, to be able to... So in your situation, if, like, let's say she needs, oh, hey, hey, mom, I need this for this, like, for school or something, like, is that a... Is that something that y'all split in costs, or do y'all do y'all talk about funds, or do you guys kind of whoever has her does it, or? It's mostly whoever has her does it, but I communicate a lot with stepmommy, so I will, you know, text, like, do you guys want to do backpack and lunch kit, and then I'll do school supplies this year, and oh, cool. we kind of go about it that way. Um, but we, like, he'll do all of her dental work, and then I'll do her um, eye, eye doctor stuff, because yeah. she wears glasses, so... Um, that's kind of how we split it. We make sure that it's even kind of down the line and then we, we go about it. If there's ever a time, which we haven't had, thankfully, where I would need something, um, or where Layla would need something, I'm sure dad would, would step up and say, you know, yeah, sure. But you know, get this one next time or, you know, this and that next time. That's cool. Yeah. So it's very flexible. It is very flexible, which I know isn't necessarily everyone's experience with co-parenting. Um, I know obviously there are, uh, kind of nightmare stories, unfortunately, like how your mom, um, who is a registered nurse and is what, you know, was having an, you know, had a full income and had to work extra, you know, to make sure her kiddos were good. Um, that, you know, marked her calendar with the tallies. Yeah. Those, those, those stories are, I think more prominent in the co-parenting, um, world than the ideal, um, you know, very sane, very kind of, um, straight line that I'm living through. And I say that because I, I know my perspective and I keep it very light. Um, but there are so, like I mentioned earlier, the challenges that brought us to how we are as peaceful now, I mean, they were intense. They were so really? intense. Yeah, we would argue. I mean, I don't want to, like, just make it No, bad, but, but we like... would, we would, I mean, we argued a lot. Um, and the, at the end of every argument, we would, I, me or that, or them, we would always just say, like, bottom line is, like, whatever is good for Layla. Mm-hmm. And we would kind of just kind of sit back, stare at those messages, and then figure it out the next day as best as possible. Um, but, yeah, there were times where, well, for one, Layla's stepmommy is her former daycare teacher, so that was a huge um, 
I would say speed bump in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I walked into daycare one day and I saw her wearing the hoodie I got him for Christmas the year before. And that was kind of the, the sure sign. Yes. And he mentioned how cute she was at the Christmas party mm-hmm. when she was up standing with the kiddos. And then I think by spring they were dating, which was after we had broken up. Um, and obviously I can't control anything that, you know, the for person sure. does whenever they're um, no longer in my life. But the age difference of um, her coming into my daughter's life was huge for me because it's it's not just like a you don't just kind of wake up the next day and your boyfriend's like well now you're a stepmommy you know it's it's a huge yeah, sure. transition um the egos came out and the you pride wonder, like, hey how long is this person going to be around are they on board for this right like, there was, are they going to skip out on some yeah, parenting stuff that i'm obviously not going yeah to? yeah and um and I protected her identity through the daycare because I don't think that they were allowing parents and teachers to date at that time. And um, I, I was very, you know, conscious and aware of that. And I allowed it to happen for some time. But um, we had to then uh, I had to end up going to, up to the daycare because daycare teachers were talking to my daughter about the relationship that another daycare teacher had with her dad. Um, and oh, I wow. nipped it in the bud, um, and I believe Elisa, the stepmommy, ended up, you know, leaving daycare shortly after. But um, on her own terms, nothing in regards to uh, the daycare, but just more yeah. or less like saving face yeah, kind of thing. Sure. Welcome back. Welcome back. Sorry. Checking in on the kiddos? Yeah. I was, actually. How are they doing? They are good. Are they glad to be away from you? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, probably not. <laughs> but I hope you guys couldn't like. I hope I didn't pick me up all the time. I mean, we'll we'll have to we'll have to see. I don't so think so though. There's nothing we can do about it now. But yeah. anyway, um, I don't know where we're at. We were talking about um, step mummy being in, well, really the hiccups of mm-hmm. how we are as peaceful as we are now, um, but just having as much communication as possible with whichever person wants to communicate with you that that is doing it um towards towards the little one yeah makes sense for sure but my question would be communicating with the stepmom is that feel strange rather than communicating with him um, this is probably the first full year that I've exclusively spoken to her. So it's been a year. S- um, for what? Since you've spoken, or since you stopped communication through him. As far right, as right, right. Like, um, he coaches my little one's soccer team, and I'm not allowed to go up to him and ask questions. I'm not allowed to... Um, is that because of the stepmom? No, those, well, I don't know if it's because of stepmom. I don't ask that. That's not my relationship, right? But um, it, it was very known. It was made very known um, whenever I, I did go up and ask him a few questions about, I guess, the soccer schedule. But, um, I, I, and, and it, it bothered me, obviously, at first. Um, I think that was the only time we argued in front of my little one. I ended up getting yelled at by both parents in front of the entire soccer team. And I mean Yikes. yell. Like, <laughs> yell. Like, they were screaming. Um, and I was by myself. Alone. Like, just straight. Like, my little one was there. And, and after that, I made it extremely clear that I didn't care who I spoke to so long as my questions and the needs of my daughter were answered. Right. Yeah. But, um, like I said, it hasn't always been rainbows and butterflies, but, but, um, yeah, the challenge is, is 
putting your pride aside. The challenge is settling yourself down and understanding that it's way bigger than you way bigger than you because if you're sitting there and you're questioning how you're going to get revenge on this individual or their partner as a a whole yeah yeah, you lose sight of exactly what you're you're doing in the co-parenting aspect and it's so much easier said than done because they're i was probably crying uh, i think two days ago when they weren't wanting to get her um tested for covid um, before school on Monday and wait 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 are they anti-vax no no not anti-vax at all um they're Close they're on. they're definitely yeah. like but you know pro like all things life um as far as like making sure that humanity stays here um but wait but pro-life has there's connotations I like, mean I mean I don't know about their specific <laughs> hello welcome agenda, to politico agendas. Um, I mean pro-life as far as like I don't think they actually give a damn about what the rest of the world does so long as like we keep everyone healthy um, but no it was a circumstance where um, a little one on her team had COVID but she played on Saturday and then they spent quite a bit of time last week hanging out because it's one of my little one's good what, friends what, what, I have to ask what was their reasoning for not wanting to get her tested I don't know what was going on in their individual, like, personal life, but um, I got a bit of kickback from stepmommy about how she didn't necessarily want to have that conversation with me. And I, it, it took me a couple of hours to respond, which is some advice I'd like to give anyone who is dealing with text conversations. Mm, just just sit back and kind of see what you're going to say and then erase it and then rewrite it. And then if it's something that you would like displayed in a courtroom, if the time ever came, then send it. Ah, yes. If it's not and if it's going to make you look like an ass or argumentative, then don't send it. Um, but but it took me a couple of hours to respond and I just made some very clear points about how it wasn't responsible to send anyone who had been in contact with anybody else who is very positive for COVID um, to a school and how it should be readdressed and I would you know, prefer her stay and get tested. And so um, she ended up uh, understanding and then and went ahead and, and kept her home and, and did that. But I, I cried a lot um, because it was again another situation where I was sitting there helpless in a parenting situation where I, in another world, I would have, you know, full mm-hmm. control over. And in this case, I didn't. So it was uh, me trying to convince two people, convince two people that, it, you know, what I was saying was in the best interest of my daughter. And they did you know, absorb it. And she stayed home and got tested. Thankfully she's negative, but yeah. again, yes. yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out to the negative test. But, um, but so again, it's fair to say that you won that round. It's never a he game. Won, but you won. Though. It's never a game. He, and I should be definitely, won, no, won, we can't though. even think of it that way because, um, you're better than us, the game but isn't over. The game yeah, isn't over. The game is over. <laughs> the game isn't over. She's only nine. You won the battle. I've got, uh, I've you got nine win. more years you to go. You didn't win the war yet. The war's still yeah, going. But, the war yeah. is still there. No, no, no war. It's all, um, it's all peaceful. It's all peaceful. But, um, yeah, it's, it just, it, it gets weird still. It gets weird, but again, pride aside, um, all agendas aside, just write the text message down in the notes section, read it, reread it, <laughs> look at it again. Send it to your lawyer friends. Send it to your lawyer friends, in my case, my sister, <laughs> and then, um, and then go about it that way. But no, that's sick. Yeah, yeah, you, you you just you got to make sure that you're watching out after yourself too, you know. So how does cuz I know as a dad, I would feel weird uh 
I guess obviously I would get used to the idea, but at first I feel like it's a, it would be strange to have someone else raising my kid. You know what I mean? As far as like a step parent. So yeah, I think we've the, talked about this before. Yeah. Does yeah. the, the dad ever like when you, if you have a boyfriend, is he ever like questioning the guy? Like, does he talk to the guy? Does he like meet him? Does he like ask you a tons of questions? Cause I would, if it was me. Yeah, that's a good question. So at the beginning of him and his girlfriend's relationship, there was quite a bit of instances where I didn't believe that her relationship with my daughter was um, a good relationship because, and, and that was never the case. It was just my interpretation. But where I wanted to sit down with her, I asked a couple of times um, for a sit down. I just wanted to all go into the same room as adults, and which is not far out. No, like, it's a really, natural human response. It's a natural like, human response to you, where you have your guard up. For, my my yeah. baby is with you half of the baby's life at this point, and I want to know what you guys are going to be implementing in oh, parenting. In a parenting style. Um, and, and I never got granted that that time. I was never granted to sit down. I was, I was, you know, belittled, and and you know, a lot of things happened um, for for me to understand that it was never gonna happen. And so still to this day, you have never had that, like. No, never, no, no. never. Well, I mean, you know her now, though. Right, but at that time, it was important for me because. Man, um, you would think that some people would have decency, like. I'm not, I'm not. This episode is not to just shit on one person or another, but like. I don't know. It's kind of like meeting somebody's parents. You want to just like literally or meeting, meeting a baby meeting, like, your significant other's your parents. Kid. Like you yeah. want to be like, I, not on your best behavior to say, but just like be respectful. Well, right, 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 right. That's um, just something I kept telling myself at that time uh, was she's passed a background check and she did you run the background check no but uh the daycare did <laughs> yeah so i know yeah, she's passed the background she's like check. no yeah, my like, lawyer friend did <laughs> no no and she's of age so i i, I knew she wasn't a private know, investigator a convict <laughs> yeah, <FBI> did. <laughs> not to say that convicts aren't good parents but um, is she a convict no but guys I'm guys relax relax guys i'm just confused oh. i'm trying to get the whole story here yeah i'm, I'm getting there but no oh, is she no, a no. criminal so not Come on, dude. in Come the on. least bit. She's a saint. Everyone. I never said criminals are bad. If you think that's what I said, no, you're I'm wrong. No, I'm actually into criminals. Shout out all those criminal dads out there. Whoa. I'm so available. Criminal dads? We yeah. don't allow that. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Anybody in Germany? And your dad and you're listening to this, please, uh, please unsubscribe. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Just <laughs> no, keep stay. listening. You're you. going to get better. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, criminal. I mean, you're insinuating that they're bad. They're rehabilitated. They are out of prison. It's true, actually. Yeah, you're correct. No, it's some. So, you know, some some people just want to do hood rat shit with their friends and that's they get true. in trouble. That's true. Yeah, it's not necessarily they're, they're bad. If you want to do bad things, just don't involve your kids in those bad things. I think that's a fair yeah. thing to say. Right. So okay, so so like Corey Aston, does he expect? that same thing of you that he won't let you have funny enough yeah um oh, he wow. did he, what he did he did and i reiterate i brought it back you know i i definitely had to humble him a bit and be like i just oh. want to bring you back to a time when i asked for this and i never so got you, it so, so you, you denied you did, did a missy elliott you flipped it and reversed it uh, yeah well no you didn't because you didn't let him have it that would have been well i i, I just wanted him. to make that reference um i said if i'm still with this person in three years you absolutely can and was I, that the same time frame that he no no, no. He just he, he, I thought he it was like no. super petty. Yeah. That's what I thought no. she was doing. But my daughter didn't see my boyfriend at that time for three years. So that was going to be my next question is if you like right. introduced because I had I had a boss who was divorced or whatever she was. And every time she met a new guy, her kid was like 
with him all the time and i'm like dude you're confusing the hell out oh, of this kid sure. yeah. yeah and i don't want to shame that i think i i don't want to i do sh- no well i don't I'm kidding. um <laughs> i don't there are some you know studies that do show that there are attachment issues for for kiddos that do experience that but I don't want to shame that either, because if you're ever put, you know, hopefully you, neither of you ever have to go through that. But mm-hmm. if you're ever put in that situation, you 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 do want to have that second person there yeah, for, one, you're, you're for ex- one assistance. You're, like, you're, you're expecting that the person that you're with, right, no matter like if it's for only a couple weeks or so, you're in that relationship for it to move forward. So mm-hmm. your, your expectation... Depending not, on who you are. Depending on who you are, yeah, well, no doubt. I mean, why would you be in a relationship then if you don't see it to go but, forward? But not a lot of people can sit back and say, I mean, how yeah, is this going to affect my four-year-old in six years? How is this going to affect my four-year-old when this person leaves? And Yeah, I think you're giving society a lot more credit than no, they I, deserve. No, I, I, I see what you're saying, but I'm saying, like, in general, though, like, if you're entering a relationship, you're taking it somewhat seriously versus just going on fucking, you know... Bumble or whatever the fuck they have out there, and like you're bringing home Bumble. somebody, Sponsor you know, us. you're bringing home somebody, us. whether it's whether it's for like a, a few months or something, or a couple weeks or a few months. If you think you know you're in the relationship, obviously you wanted to move forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So course. I can understand like not necessarily. I mean, maybe it's like rushed in some aspects, but like definitely hey, don't. Hey, be I the have person. a kid. You know, hey, you know. Here she is. Put that in your Bumble bio that you have a child. Well, I don't know. We'll do what you want. I don't know how to date, so I have no idea if you would put it in. But also, don't be that person who, if you are dating someone with a kiddo, don't force that person to bring their child around. Yeah, that's creepy. It's not going to make you more likable. mm, Well, you know those red flag memes that are going around. Like that's a huge red flag to be immediately asking to see somebody's, you know, child right away at the beginning of the relationship. I think. Um, let the parent decide that for yeah. sure. And if the parent's cool with it, then just, you know, sit back and, you know, understand what your role in that kiddo's life is going to be. Mm. Um, don't don't come in there and, and straight away act like, you know, you're going to be forever mom or forever dad. Like 100% show child that you are a friend at first. And then if you are sticking around for some time, then, you know, the roles of what you're going to be in the future should be discussed. But don't don't dive in there and um start acting all weird because yeah, those I, those bonds those bonds that the kiddos you know create and form that's that's a forever thing for the kids in their mind at that time and so when yeah. when they're when you're gone you know or when that other person's gone and your kiddo's asking about him like kids go through breakups much harder i think sometimes than adults do and um when a when a kid is like you know developing attachment or detachment issues at such a young age you you are then dealing with what that's going to bring in the next year or two years or or for the rest of their adolescent life right i i think a person who did a good job with it i always end up talking about him somewhere is it ryan Ryan, yeah yeah Yeah, he he got into him on like every single episode well no i mean it's it it makes sense because like he knew his place when he entered that relationship and he didn't come in and act like and he has boss. like there's like three kids. There's four. Four. Yeah, but at the time Joey. there was three. Yeah, yeah. That's what I and meant. And so he didn't come in like I'm the boss now. You know, oh yeah, you better do this, you better do that. You know, see that's what my dad. It was more of like a did. friendship role, right? But like, hey, we all live together, like, you know. And then eventually they started calling him dad. You know, right? And, and it's that like, comes naturally for yeah, kids. Yeah. That absolutely comes naturally for kids. Like even like little kindergartners with you know learn or pre-K schoolers that are going in and they accidentally call their teachers like mommy or daddy or things like that it's because like naturally and instinctively like kiddos 
have a very intense bond with whoever you know they have an affinity towards at that yeah who's ever like taking care of them yeah. teaching them yeah whatever. and like those those names of being a parent mommy or daddy like that's a huge role and for you to disrespect a little human like you have mm. no idea what is going to happen later on when they're thinking of you like that's sad that's super sad i'm like, sure they have a list a journal maybe of some type no, you're not getting my joke. It's you. It's you. You did it earlier, remember? It's but and now a journal of what? Now as an adult. Murder, I guess. I don't no. know. You never said what it was. I don't was. have people's names written down in a fucking journal. In a burn book. Sounds like a burn book. It sounds maybe, like you do. Maybe, maybe you guys want me to tell you. Hmm? I think the lady doth protest you to name too these much. People? Sure, hmm? let's hear it. There's no, there's is no, it my dog? Is she no, on the list? Because she just made my list. One of my dogs is definitely on my fucking list. Is it the You're new one? You're rehoming her, so um, that's kind of sad. The new one, the baby? She's going to be a great fit somewhere else. She's just not a great fit for us, and it sucks. Because I, I, I didn't want to be that guy that was like, oh, let's adopt a dog and then, like, give not her up. Keeper. I think yeah. that's so shitty, and I feel bad saying that. You know, because now, because it's not about, like, whether or not you're trying to save face for anything or just make it work. It's either an animal comes in your life and it's a good fit for your family or an animal comes in your life and it's not a good fit. She's like crazy, huh? She's like she's wild. Not, she's not. She's <sighs> this, this is off this topic. Is, this is the dog part of the podcast. Yeah, so she's not corn. bad, but she doesn't have any manners. She uh, she's her? like halfway potty trained. She sucks at it. And she's a bully. She like destroys the other dogs and she beats up Salem and <laughs> she just doesn't. But when she's calm and she like actually calms down after like 30 minutes. You should get and her a treadmill. She's a Sounds sweet like dog. She, she stopped biting, but it was because they gave her to us at six months or six weeks. I mean, she didn't learn all that other. She shit didn't from learn her all mom. the bite inhibition from her mom, like in her peers, and so it's not her fault. But I think she needs to go to. She will go to a home uh, with one person who can give her a lot of one-on-one time, or someone with She's, an older dog who can like teach her that. See, shit. that's the thing too is that both of our other dogs are just Pomeranians and they're old and yeah. they are easily. Beatable, Agitated? yeah, that and beatable. They're easily, yeah, they're easily beatable by their health, like their they, health level they, they is very serve, low. Yeah, very low HP. <laughs> so they don't they don't serve as any challenge. They don't challenge her. Do they have she, any power ups? Um. So so I'm throws up <laughs> when so 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 I'm has this thing where he throws up if he drinks too much water. Nice. So that's a good one. That's a good and one. And then uh, Sass is effective. still not fixed, so she bleeds once a month. That's effective. Yeah. I can relate. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> It's a breath of fresh air to have a woman on this show. Let me know. Totally. <laughs> All the dads listening hit my line. <laughs> fertile. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, uh, we, you didn't even tell us what you do. What do you mean? What you do for a living? Oh, okay. Um, I own Apex Motor Trends in Lake City. Shameless plug. We do raps, like vehicle rap. Like musical raps? Yeah, on the... She do be rapping. Yeah, I do be rapping. No. Um, But we do all auto aesthetics. So, um, you know, window tint, clear bra, all of that stuff. But yeah, we um, have owned it since the middle of pandemic. But we have been working in this industry for six plus years. So exciting stuff. What does Layla want to do when she grows up, as she told you? She goes through phases. So she is very um, motherly. She's very uh, nurturing. So she naturally has interest in being like some sort of like social worker. Like she wants 
she went through a phase where she wanted to be a therapist and she went through a phase where she wanted to be um, a dancer, like an actual, you know, Broadway dancer, uh, you know, going in that light. But right now I think she's, she's set on the, the therapist role, which is, Sick. which is sweet. Yeah. That's we tight. need more people who have like actual compassion for humanity. And she absolutely does all of her friends and her friends' parents always bring that up that she's very, she's very good about keeping her, keeping her friends cool. How cute. Cool, calm and collected. Yeah, it's very cool. Has so, Salem said what he wants to be when he's? Well, um, no, Salem. Salem said he wants to be an astronaut. Nice. Yeah, but that probably changed when I could pick him up today. Yeah, I'll ask him again and I'll yeah. make sure we talk That's about. That's my next favorite week. thing, though. Is like yeah. kid kids literally are like. Oh, they read a book and they're like, wait, I, I really want to do yeah. that. Well, now that we're on the topic of astronauts, I think it's a good time for <laughs> dad brag. Dad brag. And oh. I want to go first because I'm really excited about mine. Yeah, you yeah. clearly have something that you want to tell us. Go ahead. Yes, I do. Go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> Noah, dude, he knows all of his planets. Literally oh, yeah, in order, yeah, yeah, yeah. he knows the color. He knows how if they're the what's like size they are, like which one's the biggest, which one's in the smallest, order, like where they are from the sun. Yes, <sighs> dude, he knows the dwarf planets. That's cute. He, the other the yesterday we were in the car. He's like naming all the planets, and I was like, "What about Pluto?" He goes, "That's a dwarf planet." And I was Damn, like, "Oh fuck me, wrecked. okay, it is dude, seriously, it is a dwarf yeah, planet." But yeah. back in my day, it, it wasn't. Was a planet. Man, I've learned a lot of stuff from him learning about the That's planets. Cool. It's cool, That's and we just bought him this like planet, like the little popper, you know. Dude, he loves planets. It's great. Um, do you have a dad or a mom brag? I want a dad brag. Um, yeah, sure. You can have a dad thank brag. Thank you. It's uh, fitting. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, it's right on, on yeah. brand with. Well, that's what the segment's called. So, yeah. With also my. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, because you're a mom and a dad. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. true. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Mad brag. I don't know. Mad what the fuck? <laughs> Let's just move on from. Okay, don't even look. I'll bring it up again. Don't come at me for my jokes. All right. Boo. Don't boo me. Boo. Don't boo me. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go do your dad brag. Okay, I'll do my dad brag. So my dad brag was earlier in the show when I told you guys that she made robotics um, and she filled out her own little application and just came home and told me to sign it and then um, the robotics team had the tryouts on a Tuesday, but um, I think stepmommy didn't coordinate with that, so she didn't go to the robotics club. So then Wednesday, she scheduled her own meeting with the robot. My little one scheduled her own meeting with the robotics club teacher to then have the same tryout on Thursday, which was cool. But that's not my mom brag. My mom brag segment, I want to take away and actually tell all of the listeners who have been listening. Um, the corndog bandit is actually me. That is not a brag. Oh, my not God. A brag. I'd like to go ahead and wow. expose myself. Wow. Um, I don't think we should be shaming people with the way that they eat their food. I think we should. And wow. if I eat my corn dog ass backwards, then that's my business. Eating it ass you backwards would it. mean that you eat the stick first. <laughs> <laughs> you don't eat it ass backwards. You just eat it wrong. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Um, but we can go <sighs> Next to time we have you on, we'll have corn dogs. Salem's dad's dad brag. I would love a corn dog right now. Actually, yeah, that sounds good. Um... I, I don't I don't know if anything in particular because Salem just does great things every day. Mm. Um, okay. No, nah, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, no, lately I think that's, lately it's been easier to get him into his own bed, um, and he's been doing better about it. Uh, normally, um, 
so I've been instructed to tell Salem to sleep in his own bed um, and like I kind of have my own homework on that. So I've been doing that each and every night. Um, sometimes it's hard because he says, you know, oh, I want to snuggle you, whatever. But lately, these past few nights, he's been good about just going and laying in his bed. Um, I think the thing that helps is like he has his little unicorn baby crutch that he's been carrying everywhere. Mystic, um, by the way, yeah. not crutch. No, the unicorn name it's, is. It's a it's a crutch. We that's, understand, that's, but that's what I meant. That's it's just the, you got to respect her. Her name is Mystic, and sometimes we have best friends. Okay, so kids. her name is Mystic, and it's like his number one thing right now, and it's the cutest shit. But as long as he has Mystic, he'll do whatever the hell I tell him to do. So him going to his bed has been great. Um, I sleep better. Um, Shout out, Mystic. He sleeps better. <laughs> he always ends up back in the bed with us, but... It's the baby steps. Yeah, it's baby. It's liter- literally baby good. steps. Yeah. Literally. No, is steps. it good? Let's talk about... No, let's talk about how... The uncom- initial sleep before the child gets into the back into the bed with you? Yeah, it's great. No, I used to never be cool with that. I would get super but you're, Yeah, you're a snuggler, though. You like I'm to snuggle her. I'm a big-time yeah. snuggler. Like, yeah. I'll go find her before she gets out of her bed and finds me. I'm like, yo, what are you doing without me? Get back over here. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm, I like cuddling Noah, obviously, but I like to sleep with him in his bed. <laughs> away from, like, and not. You know, his bed's in our room, so it's yeah. not like he's like, yeah. like yeah. away from me. I hear you, I hear you. So I guess that's it, I don't have anything else, any other questions or anything. Yeah, no, thanks for coming and being on, and thanks for talking about it. Thanks for, for sure. being, this was a very scattered uh, show no i think you were the only one scattered you left i was scattered like 15 minutes to as go. austin knows i like things to be extremely structured for sure and for yeah. sure yeah we didn't have a, a, a there's thing no to outline go by, but i think i think you're gonna yeah, i think i think you did well i think we did I think it's okay. i'm dealing with it for sure <laughs> you're doing great <laughs> thank you <laughs> doing great. oh um yeah so what, what are your what are your plans for tonight that's the question like what are you gonna uh, do i'm gonna take a sleeping pill and i'm gonna sleep like a fucking rock. I'm glad you didn't say like a baby because that's fucking wrong. Backwards, yeah, because yeah. they don't sleep. Yeah, babies are so tired. It's not even a real. Except, thing. except for Mexican babies are quinceañeras. That's true. They do sleep really well. Second reference to that. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna let that one go. We mentioned that in like the second episode. It's not racist. Okay. It's not. I think if you say not it's not racist, it's a little racist. Not to be racist, but. <laughs> hey, dude, I'm not racist, but. <laughs> I'm like the least racist person, but. <laughs> but I must say. But I have to say, babies do be sleeping. Babies do sometimes. Sometimes. Jonas, I'm what, really What's the white version of that then? Go ahead, give it to me. A baby sleeping in macaroni and cheese? I have no idea. Sleeping at a cookout on mm-hmm. they're nope. just a, they're just asleep nope. on a bounce house. Sleeping at nope. Christmas? Nope. None of those. At an work. alligator farm? I have no idea. Ah, uh, that one that one was close. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the closest <laughs> we've gotten. <laughs> they're just asleep at a cracker barrel? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the I one. actually just found out that no, cracker asleep barrels at church. were racist entities. I already I already talked about that. I didn't know that. Yeah, they are. It I is for sure. Cracker barrels racist. First of all, you, you didn't yeah, know. First of all, you that. walk up and there are there's a pa- there's a porch. Okay? Not a patio, there's a porch. And secondly, there's rocking chairs on it for sale. Then is you walk in. Is that the racist part? Everything's racist about it. 
This I mean, is just racist. This seems not innocent good. so far. I tried to take my black friend to Cracker Barrel, and he looked at me like I was trying to get him killed. And then I had to get that true. whole explanation given. The macaroni and yeah, cheese so is good, though. You're not even allowed to say that because it's a racist entity. You fucking racist. I went there before I knew it was racist, and I'm I white, and I love too. macaroni and cheese. So, so are you going to go, go there now? Thank you. You're no, defending Cracker go. Barrel by no, saying that the macaroni is good. Do, well, if they can sponsor this podcast, that'd be cool. But no, 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 we're not racist. Okay. Um, pancakes are really good. Listen, why are you going to check him on the macaroni? Their biscuits are also pretty good. Oh, the cornbread? Yeah. Not corn dogs, cornbread. Oh, thank you for reminding me about that. All right, well, I I still ain't going. I don't like it. Okay, well, we're not going back. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm just saying that. Stop reminiscing on racism. (laughs) How good it was, right? That's what y'all are doing right now. That's what it sounds like. No, I'm just saying the food was good. The atmosphere is. But you, you get it, right? No, I get it. Now that we're saying it? I knew that they were racist already. Okay. I just found this out like me. But I'm saying the macaroni and cheese isn't racist. Who's it made by? Yeah. Probably. Hispanics. Yeah. Yeah. So not racist. And they're fronting it like it's like, oh, old grandma Mary. You're saying macaroni can't make grandma's macaroni and cheese? No, they can, but it's fronted as a white woman who made it. See what I'm saying? I don't when, think when, so. When it's no just like America, it's built on the back the the, 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 the backs of hardworking people. But nobody ever said that this they don't give you the macaroni with a note that says a white person. But made I'm this. saying like typically when you go to places like that, it's like, oh Mary's macaroni Mary's homemade macaroni or, Maybe it's know, just the recipe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But they present it like that. Mm. It's not just macaroni Regardless, and cheese. It's always gotta be some like Meemaws, Peepaws, macaroni and Noodles or something, you, you know? should make a Cracker Barrel menu. <laughs> I should. I could make it really racist. It'd be Meemaws, bad. Meemaws, macaroni and cheese. That's it, all of it. Okay, well, I think we I think we should. Yeah, that was guys. a lot Yo, of so, nonsense. So shout out, uh, Melanie, if you want to drop your Insta, you can. Or you mm. want to drop Apex Motor Trends, you can. Yeah, at Apex Motor Trends. Yeah. Look us up. Go follow us. If you need anything in the Houston area, aesthetically for your vehicle, give us a shot. Bang that line. Um... Also, shout out Layla. Appreciate you joining in the convo. Um, yeah. You know, um, She'll just never existing. Hear this. <laughs> um, and thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I know that we didn't. Are we going to put this one out this week? This is late. Yeah, we're going to put it out as soon as Michael can yeah, get it. Yeah, we're late. Done. We're late on this one. This was out yesterday. This should have been done yesterday. Yeah, but, you know, things happen and. Yeah, we're parents. You just got to fucking deal with it. We're parents. We improvise. Again, if you want us to be on time every single week, it's pay us. <laughs> if we say it enough, people are going to do it. Manifestation. That's how it works. It, Is that how what, it works? It's gonna be someone in Germany. Yeah. It's oh. gonna be. It's gonna be someone in Germany. Three percent. Three percent. It's the top three percent of the population. <laughs> the rich people. The richest three percent. You guys are skewing the fact that it's three percent of your listeners. No, 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 Shut no, 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 no. That's Irrelevant not the, that's not details. The matrix. Um, yeah. So. Um, also, if the audio sounds bad, we're sorry. This is, yeah, this is the first time like trying it in person, so. Technically, it's our second, but the first time didn't work out. That's right. First time didn't work, and we went to get hibachi. Um, second Dude, time, I'm may so or not work, question mark? Hungry. Did it work? Yeah, Did I think it worked. Work? I think it worked pretty okay. well. Cool. All right. Go Astros. Go Astros. Uh, if you're listening to this and we lose tonight, I'm a little late. I'm sorry. But yeah, don't we don't know because this is coming out Tuesday, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Probably Wednesday. All right. So, later. All right. We will catch you guys next week with another episode, I hope. Bye. Bye. Bye.